Welcome to The Culture Classroom, a podcast for teachers and coaches by teachers and coaches. Listen to the top leaders, innovators, and influencers share their stories about how intentional culture elevates performance. Now, here are your hosts, John Weaver and John Torrey. Let's get better together. All right, Coach Weaver, welcome back to The Classroom. we got a, a kind of a fun episode, I think, that we're going to record for our listeners here. Yeah, um, mine goes back to, and you sent me this this text and I instantly thought about July 4th weekend and how many people look at images through the lens of their phone and not enjoy the moment and I think a lot of times I think there's this famous picture of this 80 year old woman that is at at Times Square watching the ball drop and there's people all around her that are probably 18 to 25 and they have their phone and she's probably in her mid 80s standing on the rail like had her has her forearm over the rail, just gazing up uh, with no phone, just taking it in with her eyes. I think the memories that we're going to talk about are more than just the moment. Yeah, I mean, it really comes down to what lens are you looking through? Are you looking through the lens of your eye and really trying to soak it all in and uh, you know take it naturally? And uh, you know, our eyes are really responsive to what's happening around us. Or are you looking through the lens of your phone? I mean, I think that's the distinction, right? We're either looking through the lens of our eye or we're on the lens of our phone. And I guess full disclosure, we went to a concert last night, my wife and I, at a county fair in Nebraska. So if that sounds redneck to some of our listeners, you know, that's just life up here in the north. Hey, sounds uh, like you're from, like, sounds like Mississippi. That sounds just like Mississippi. County fair, well, yeah. You know, whatever. I mean, every town has their own little festival up here in the summer, and yeah, um, we kind of celebrate that. And and uh, yeah, just real small town, but it was a great time. And as we're at the concert, I'm just kind of looking around, and I'm, you know, we're not sitting anywhere close. We're on the grandstand. You know, they kind of have this rodeo arena, and three doors down was playing. And so there's a blast from the past for those of you that are over 40 with me. And uh, I'm looking around, and everyone is on there they got some kind of device going right like they're they're holding it out they're looking through their phone lens zooming in to see whatever is happening on stage they're posting it on their snapchat or on their instagram or other social media and it's just like are they really enjoying the concert or do they like the idea of being at the concert watching it through the lens of their camera Uh and i don't know i don't think you can have it both ways i don't think you can really enjoy the concert and my wife and I were even talking just a little bit ago. We're driving home, and some of the people that we know that were at the concert too, but didn't get to hang out with, just mutual friends of ours. They're posting on their Snapchat or whatever, and it's not the same. No one wants to see a snap of you at a concert, even though you're recording the people performing. It's not the same as actually being there. And yet, when we go to these concerts and we go to these events, you see people all the time watching through the lens of their camera, not through the lens of their eye that's so that's so true uh i just think about like when you scroll through and you on social media and you see video clips and i just go back to what you just said about that like me seeing a video of you at that concert does not make me at that concert that that doesn't make me you know i just go back to you know a lot of people garth brooks right is going on this tour that he's been doing and um I'd love to go to one of the Garth Brooks concerts. My wife's always showing me, like, look at these people. They're they're sitting here. They're sitting. I was like, honey, that's great. 
but being at a concert is a whole heck of a lot better than looking at it on somebody's device. So I, when you were talking, and there are two words that come, away, like, come to my mind exactly with what we're doing, and it's eliminate distractions. And I think when you're at a place, whether it's a graduation, whether it's at a ballpark, at the Super Bowl, or at a fireworks on the 4th of July, eliminate the distraction of your phone in that lens and put in your memory bank the memory that you're going to have of looking through the lens of your eye. So I, I just think about, and this is a this is going to show that we both have kids, but the movie Inside Out, and there's no phones. Like, the girls going back in their core memories, and I think some of our core memories get lost when we look through the lens of a phone because it's already saved. And we can go back and look at it, whatever. But I go back to when there were no cell phones. And how did you remember things? Well, you, you saw them and you remembered them, and it goes into... The people that are way smarter than us know where that goes, a cerebrum or cerebellum, wherever that goes. And you can get your memory, like recast memories. But I think eliminate distractions. You know, the cell phones, the tablets, I mean, they're all over the place. They can distract you from that moment. So I think what you said about the Three Doors Down concert, shout out to the three, the Mississippi boys. But the that moment of having your phone there distracts you from actually enjoying the concert. Coaches, does it feel like sometimes all you're doing is copying, pasting, nudging, rearranging, and redrawing your playbooks? Get your time back. Designed by a current NFL coach with the same pain points you have, Pro Quick Draw is an incredibly powerful plugin to improve the playbook software you've already got on your computer, Microsoft PowerPoint. We've created buttons, tools, and shortcuts to save you time, keep you organized, and give your playbook presentations, scout cards, and practice scripts a professional look, and created in half the time. We've got over 25 NFL teams using PQD, and we're giving you a chance to use it too with our new affordable price for high school coaches. Try us for 30 days with no strings attached. You'll get a one-on-one -on -one video call with a football coach who speaks your language. Plus, you get to keep everything you make during your trial. Visit www.proquickdraw.com to get an impressive 2022 playbook started. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sitting there, you bring up a great point with the 4th of July, and I know you and your wife were talking about it too. Like you go to these 4th of July fireworks, and they have fireworks after the concert. Last night was kind of the, the closing of the fair, and it was the big big moment and a big crowd. And, um, you know, even my kids, when we did our own little private family fireworks show at our cabin, like my kids are trying to video the fireworks through their iPads and you know even my, my 11 year old she goes well dad I can't ever get it clear like it doesn't look good like what and it's like because the iPad doesn't distinguish the bright light it's too much sensory happening around it in the moment you're not going to get it crystal clear like you will uh, like like you will when you just observe it and I think the whole point of us videoing things and, and same thing last night after the concert people are on their phone they're videoing the fireworks it's useless because the fireworks are never as sharp after the moment. I know we want to record them. We want to save that moment. We want to go back to it. Fireworks up here, you know, you only get them on the 4th of July. We don't have them any other time of the year. And people spend thousands of dollars on these big firework displays. So you want to save the moment, right? But 
the cost is that it's never as crystal clear as if you just enjoyed where you were. And we tell our athletes all the time, you're exactly right, be where your feet are. Like, enjoy the moment, play yeah. present. Yeah. And we aren't, right? As adults, our society, we're not present anymore. We are looking through the lens of a camera, not the lens of our eye. Yeah, it just goes back to distractions. It's our, it's a distraction. It's a, um, you know, my, my mom sent me the same, sent me a video of fireworks probably 500 yards away on her phone. I was like, mom, that's great, but it, it wasn't like being there. But you, you put me on another point and we can, we can parlay this into the same thing is the fireworks show, you know, people are just watching it and videoing it. You know, there's some people watch it, some people video it. They want to savor the moment. Think about Monday morning quarterbacks and you put me on this. Anyone can go back and run the tape back and make a better call, but can you call something in the moment, the heat of the moment, third and goal, fourth and goal, fourth and two from the five, five seconds left, what are you going to call to win the game when you're down five? It's easy to wake up on Saturday morning if you're a Friday night high school football coach and say, oh, I should have done this. Oh, what if we would have done this? Oh, we should have made this call, should have done that. But in the moment, you have to make a decision. And in that decision, it's either right or it's wrong. And then you have to live with it. Yeah, I think about the uh, the Seattle Seahawks in the Super uh, Bowl, right? Yes. I mean, that's the image that comes to my mind. You know, you're on the goal line, seconds left in the game, exactly the moment you're describing. Like, we've prepared for this situation. We've played it out in our head 10 million times. Here's the amazing stat to that. We all know the interception. We all know that turns the tide. The Seahawks lose, blah, 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 right? That's not the point. The point is you want to make the best decision possible. And prior to that play, zero interceptions thrown inside the five in the NFL that season. Yep. Wow. So we can all go back and be like, oh, it's a terrible call. Just give the ball to Marshawn Lynch. Just let him do this thing. Like he got all pro running back. No. The right call in the moment was, I don't want to turn the ball over. This play is too important. Our season comes down to this. This is the uh, statistical play that has, you know, from all the data compiled throughout the season. And then, of course, we all know the result. Well, I'm going to flip it on you. I'm going to go through the view, the lens of Malcolm Butler, who has ran that play in practice and knew that when that play happened, knew to jump that route because he had seen it. Either, you know, he had repped it. So looking through the lens of his eyes, he is he noticed that in a split second. You know, granted, they probably had tape on it and all that stuff from previous games. And when they do this, they run this play in this situation. But that made Malcolm Butler be prepared for that play. And that, look, that's another Mississippi guy. So this podcast might be just like shout out to the boys from the SIP. I don't know. But, I mean, all those things. All right, well, I'm going to bring that full circle. Go ahead. I'm going to bring that full circle on you. Um, Belichick has this tactic he uses, and he calls them Kodak moments. So we talked about running it through tape and making decisions, looking through the eyes of the lens or, you know, whatever, whether it's a camera or whether it's our brain or whether it's a combination of the two, because that's what we have to do as coaches. You know, we have instant replay. We have huddle that we download. Now we have sideline available to us. So we get immediate feedback when we want it, as well as what we watched on tape prior to that. But Belichick has what he calls Kodak moments, where right before a team runs a play, he'll call a timeout. And in that 
those split seconds before the timeout, he's already seen on these critical downs, you know, what formation, you know, what personnel are on the field, what matchups they might be going to. And based on the tendencies that he's already reviewed, I mean, he's got more information with that Kodak moment. So you're right. I mean, it comes down to preparation, right? And then being and trusting your instincts in the moment. And yeah. you can't always do that through the lens of the camera. Right. Right. That's such a powerful, I mean, how would I even say this? It's just a, just a great reminder, I think, for coaches as football season's coming up. Uh, for you and me and all the other coaches that are high school coaches that listen to this, uh, our time's about to be precious. So when we're in the moment, make sure that our moment is not spent with a camera in our face. Um, and also when we want to capture moments of just our kids, uh, of maybe even somebody doing something great, that you enjoy that moment and don't miss out and make the memory happen through your brain and not just capture it on a cell phone. Yeah, I mean, I want to echo that with one last patriotic kind of story real quick here. And uh, it's where my mind goes as a history major. Fourth of July is my thing. Like, I love it. Uh, I love everything that it stands for. Uh, you know, it's not a religious holiday. It's purely for the celebration of our nation. And, um, of course, everything that we've stood for for the last almost 250 years here but I constantly ask myself, just because we can, should we? Mm. And so just because we have a camera on us all the time, should we be on that camera all the time? Or should we have our phone in our hand all the time? And, and that's a you thing. Like, I'm not looking for an answer on that. That's just kind of a philosophical thing. And then I found myself pondering over the last, I don't know, two or three weeks watching firework shows and thinking about the 4th of July and, you know, teaching American government and uh, the Revolutionary War and all the things that are in my curriculum as a social studies teacher, what would George Washington do, right? I think Washington would be outraged by how we celebrate the 4th of July today. Now, I know that we've got 250 years removed, but here's a man who gave eight years of his life away from his mm. home, serving his country that he didn't even know if would actually be a country or not and the perils of war and he's committing treason against the king and all these things he actually lost his eyesight and a lot of his hearing and the best years of his life even before he became president just just serving this patriotic cause and i wonder what he would think watching this today seeing all the people on their phones watching these elaborate fireworks displays listening to the music that we have all the freedoms that everyone from colonial america wanted and believed in I wonder what Washington would think today if he saw what I saw at the concert last night and what you and your wife witnessed on the 4th of July as well. Yeah, it's such a powerful thought. You know, just going, brought it way back. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I, yeah, that leaves me stumped a little bit on just like what to think about. Your first question. So then, as you were saying that, I thought about this, JT. I guess the, I guess the challenge to our coaches that listen to this, our whoever listens to this, is we are going to choose lenses. We just need to figure out when to use which lens and why we use it. Is the best way I think you could sum it up. Is neither one of them is wrong because you want to savor moments, but there are also times that you want to enjoy the moment and create that organic memory so 
to coaches that are listening to this, to business workers that are choosing this, to moms, to dads, to aunts, uncles, whoever you are. Do you have a cell phone? Do you have a, and you, you're one of those people that likes to capture every moment. What lens are you choosing? And when do you use which lens and why do you use it? Would be my challenge. Do you have something else? Another challenge? No, I, I think that's great. I mean, as we embark on our season, you know, which is coming up here very soon, or as you're, you know, even if you're savoring the last bits of summer, you know, yeah. like a lot of teachers and leaders are around, we're going on family vacation. I think you guys are going on a vacation too, or you had one earlier this summer. Yeah. Whatever you have planned next, just be cognizant of that, right? Like which lens are you going to use? Because you're right, there's a time for both. Like use the lens of your eye and use the lens of your camera. No one's saying use the eye or the camera. We're saying you need to use both, but try to balance it. Just be cognizant of it and then savor those memories. Soak them in with your eye and capture them uh, in those Kodak moments with your camera. But I just think that's really powerful as we go into the season and the journey and all the experiences that we're going to have and we're about to share with about a hundred other people. Um, just which eye are using, why and when, and is it balanced? That's great. JT, enjoy your trip home. Uh, I'm about to head on in back to gymnastics. And uh, man, we're getting back on track, recording some stuff for some people. So uh, have a safe trip and I'll catch you later on this week. All right, sounds great, coach, thanks. All right, brother. Culture Classroom is sponsored by Pro Quick Draw, the dynamic playbook solution for modern coaches. Let technology work for you with time-saving features to eliminate the busy work so you can spend more time coaching. Our subscription comes with starter templates, stencils, and plays for you to begin building your 2022 playbook quickly. Give us a try for 30 days and keep all the templates you make during your trial. That's Pro Quick Draw.